2: Pollo Ranchero, por favor.
0: I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this <laughs> thing roll. All right, welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America Podcast. This is David Smith. Hey, Scott Weeby. Wow, the yawning, <laughs> the yawning vibe, vibe.
2: <laughs> Brian Shusko.
0: Well, Scott, we got to raise the energy level a little bit. I know you're down. You're down. Your team did not do... What you wanted them to do yesterday, and that's okay, because you're not used to you're not used to feeling like this. Liverpool finally lost a game this year, Brian. (laughs) I know. I mean, I'll be (laughs) doggone. I only had to get to week eleven. All it took was Liverpool losing one game out of their first (laughs) twenty, and Scott's gonna be a little mopey. I'm I'm just just glad tired.
2: I'm just glad that Scott is actually if he's actually low energy. (laughs) <laughs> that it's actually because his actual club lost and not for a down FPL week. Okay, okay. That is, I feel
1: like that I is commendable. I didn't think about that. I guess it could That's be that. That's a commendable place to be. I decided last year when Liverpool was down and my FPL title chances were high, yeah. that I would much rather take a real-life title for my club than an FPL title personally.
0: I would rather take a Arsenal win than an FPL successful week. Yeah. But when, when you don't have either, it's kind of a
1: – Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's absolutely. It's a, yeah. And then when you head into an international break with that, it's, it's two weeks of misery. Double yeah. the misery no. for double the time. I'm, I'm with you. And we're heading into an international break. The November break is upon us. And this one's actually it's going to be a little bit interesting. I'm actually going to watch some international matches, believe it or not. Right, well, there's, there's some yes, relevance to we are, the, some of the we games. We're coming to the ends of rounds in Europe and Africa, which means teams will be eliminated. Other teams will advance. So there's actual matches that will be deciding matches. Spurs are having like 14 guys leave on duty. Like, I believe it. That's crazy. I, I don't know how many Arsenal has. I'm kind of glad.
0: I kind of hope they don't have anyone. <laughs> Obviously, it's always about Arsenal. But uh, and/or guys in my fantasy team, I would like them to not be leaving the country. That'd be nice. Sure.
1: But before we get into all of that, plus a whole lot more, we do have game week 11 to recap, so that we can start to predict a little bit of what we think will happen beyond the international break in game week 12. And so, with all of that said, we're going to talk about the manchester derby we're going to talk about chelsea and liverpool dropping points we're going to talk about classless arsenal getting three points of their own (laughs) we're going to talk about (laughs) lewis dunk i love how you laughed at that lewis dunk future goalkeeper for brighton we're going to talk about all that but we're going to start with all the new managers in the league so brian Mm -hmm. let's get right into it shall we yeah let's talk about game week 11 by the way, we're also going to do a manager quote of the week from someone who's becoming very quotable every single week. By the week. way,
0: I have Wasteful Players of the Week
1: award. I have oh, one, good. too. I have one, They're too. They're probably the same. It might be the same. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Frank is, is quickly becoming the most quotable manager in the league this season. I love that. He'll provide our manager quote of the week later. All right. There have been five sackings now so far this season. A lot of sacks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of sacks walking your, around. Your favorite time
2: of the year, Dave. Time but to, time is to it get sacked. Ti- is it's, it
1: that time of the year already, Brian? It's the sacking. It's, I think we It's a little it, early, is it not? It
2: is, no, it is a little early.
1: Is it, though? Because We're averaging don't, one don't
0: you, every two weeks. Don't you kind of want to get a little bit of time going into the the January window to maybe make some moves? I get it in
1: the international break. I get why three of them are happening now. I completely understand. But even still, I'm not convinced two of them should have happened. We'll, well talk about maybe. that. All right, so let's keep it FPL relevant as much as possible. Let's start with Antonio Conte. First match, you mentioned Spurs. They're all heading out of town, but first they had to play out a goalless draw against Everton. Two teams that felt like they absolutely could not afford
2: to lose the match.
0: And so no one wanted to take risks?
2: And yet, there was still enough crazy action in it that someone probably should have gotten at least one goal.
1: I mean, you had some VAR drama. You had a lot of flopping, which any Richarlison match will give you. Oh, True. Oh, wow.
2: What and you? you got your favorite, uh, the most ridiculous possible red card, the Mason Holgate. Uh, kick the ball and get someone on the follow-through of a very natural kicking motion and gets sent off for it. I mean... I mean, it was I, again. It was an uh, well, injury time, but
1: still. It was, I'm just, it was the... Brian, it was the classic... 21st century definition of what actually happened versus what Holgate intended to do being emphasized.
2: Yeah, and it's going to get there's I mean if it's a th- three match since it was put a, straight upgraded to a, a straight red this will certainly be overturned. Mason Holgate will not be full, fully suspended for this. You there's hear no you here,
1: folks. It's cuz it's the same thing that we we've already seen this before twice last season. Yeah, there's no question. Yeah. Uh, but as far as Conte and Spurs go, there wasn't really a surprise in the lineup, was there?
0: It was the same lineup he rolled out midweek in the Europa League match, the Europa Dose. What do we call the lower?
1: Europa Conference League. The, yeah,
0: the conference. Europa Dose. U- Europa, Europa Dose. Conference
1: the, League. The Europa
0: Dose is what I'm going to call it.
1: Lil Or
2: Lil' Europa. Lil Uro- I like Lil'. Well, Europe. It's hard uh, to say, though. It is a little tricky. whole oh, Europe. um <laughs> <R-ger>. R- yeah. <laughs> uh, there's only so many 30 Rock references I that mean, can was... ever fit into a show. <laughs> I think we've hit our quota I two in to... about a year, no, that, I think. That's is a enough. show that you
0: can never have enough. An... It's um, one of about four or five shows you can never have enough of. I think
2: the question for everyone was if – it seemed like everyone was pointing back to Conte, you know, Antonio Conte's his lineups for almost everyone he's ever managed. I think the all of the hype was on Son and Kane coming into this match because the feeling was Conte almost always plays with a front two, so the feeling that it was going to be inevitably Kane and Son playing up top together. With you know, I still think the, the Regulon and Emerson Royal. Or whoever's playing on, you know, on the right Very side. Advanced in this match. Yeah, for sure. And those two, whoever is there, Regulon almost certainly is going to stay exactly where yep. he is. Royal is probably going to. I don't see. No. I mean, can can Daugherty, He looked can good get, in his can, cameo in can, this match. Can he? I mean, he might be able to compete for that spot. I don't He's think going to
0: a wing back system better than a back four, and we know Conte loves the three four three.
2: Right. If he, it depends on how he's going to – it depends what happens here,
1: how he's going to use are you it. Stop waving him off. You have to stop. He literally just said Conte likes to play with the front two.
2: I know that. But he's been – and,
1: and his go-to we, – we can debate this. He does. He has two formations,
0: but his main base – I mean, what did he run when he was at Chelsea and had so much success? It was a 3-4-3 three, three formation. That's what, that's what he ran all the time.
2: I think with his other I mean that the
0: I know at at Inter
2: right where he, he was
0: running with Lukaku and Lautaro up front
2: is, Yeah and is, is there and Lautaro there's been other That's someone I don't know
0: But but Scott, what, what I think is this what I think is this it is a 3-4-3 there is a 2 with a with a ele, uh, not a elevated a 1 slightly dipped behind them so it still is. I mean, you can get it, maybe it's a you know
1: A three four one. I love two. it
0: when when someone announces like a well they're running a a three two one one two one three you know and I'm like what that's not even possible. I think it's something like that. But I understand your point. And yes, Brian's right.
2: In this match, in two matches with Spurs so far, he's he's run this lineup out.
0: Correct. So I think that's with, with I think his that's Son Kane and Lucas Mora. Yeah. On Paper forwards. In a top three. Now, I again, I did not watch much of this match. So I don't know how that developed. On paper, it could have developed differently on the field. Oftentimes, it does.
2: I, I just this match. I mean, the the two, you know, the the Regu- and Emerson Royal, both with great scoring chances. You know, Kane's the best thing that Kane did was create a a big chance for uh, Regalon, who. You know, kicked it to the moon, but still, I mean, it was a it was a big chance. Kane two shots, Sun zero shots. Probably the biggest disappointment for anyone. I think that's probably the most shocking result of all of this. Is that after
0: a couple more match weeks, I think I'll be interested, and we'll see some Spurs lineup. But I mean, Scott, you, I got to give you credit uh, because oftentimes I like to um, smash your credit that you try to give yourself. But I usually have to give it to myself. Fair. Yeah. But uh, you were so <laughs> spot on. Your early analysis of Kane, Nuno trying to bring him in. And it eventually got him sacked, right? I mean, you you nailed the Kane take. And, and my thing is this. And maybe it was Nuno's um, desire to try to bring Kane into the team. Maybe he was told he had to. Maybe Levy said, you got to make this work. You, I think, were on record. The, the reason why Spurs, like, won their first three games, beat City, was because – they were kind of playing when Kane went in the clubhouse, right? Yep. All of a sudden, Kane showed up, and everything everything has gone down the tank.
1: Yep, yep. gone. Uh,
0: and so I want to give you credit for that because you nailed it. So now I wonder, what, is Conte, what the hell does Conte do? I mean, I, he seems like the type of guy that's like, I need to know if we're keeping him or if we're selling him. And then because there's no fence sitting with this, right? I, I feel like that's well, got to happen.
1: Conte's not a fence sitter. No, he is coming in now having seen what's happened. He has the luxury of being post transfer window spurs and Harry Kane for sure. He literally has the ability barring what we don't know behind the scenes to do whatever he wants with Harry Kane. You know, you're not winning with him. So there's very little risk in sitting him at this point. So he has a strong luxury of being able to do whatever he wants. Now he has played Harry Kane for a couple of matches you know one result was okay uh you know 3-2 against Vitesse okay uh you know nil-nil here Dang. at Everton don't don't discount the little europa win <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see <laughs> what happens i'm still i'm still very much i'm i'm not even sure i'm waiting to see i'm not even i'm not even watching waiting I, I think and seeing anything I, the the, the
2: thing that they don't have and that's something that is that is you know, kind of has been true since Christian Eriksen left. Is they do not have somebody to control the midfield the way that they've. I mean, that's that's the biggest absence of any part of their team that they've had since Eriksen's gone. There's plenty of plenty of buzz already about you know the possibility of Eriksen coming back to Spurs because I think something with his something with this with this injury with the condition he can't play. I don't think he can play for Inter again. I think that's I think that's something that's I know he's uh, out
1: this season, I believe. But right? I think
2: I think it's something where he's not like he's ineligible or something. So it's like the name that is back on it's, the on the radar for them again is actually Christian Erickson. So wh- but if whether you have that have any it,
0: type of heart issue, uh Siri is is it Siri A? Siri A, yeah. Siri A won't let you play. They have wicked strict rules on
1: which Maybe it's a good thing, yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely if you're a Spurs fan, like are you excited about that possibility? I wouldn't I, you're going I, back I to the I don't know. You can't figure anything out a few years later. You've got to go back to Christian Erickson. I don't know, man. It went back to Bale. <laughs> a little Spursy to me. It's <laughs> very true. Can't wait till a very bald Harry Kane should um and Glenn Murray's his way through Spurs lineup. Yeah, that's true. Um was uh should
2: they have had a penalty? Should Rochelleson have been? Should that have been awarded a penalty?
1: Um, it, it it used to be that it wasn't really a thing. If you got the ball, it didn't matter if you got the man. But
0: I don't agree with that.
1: After by a, the way. after this last weekend, I I, could I honestly someone
0: and get the ball and
1: between Holgate that play you mentioned and the Ogbana Allison play. And, and
2: and Cresswell I mean and they Cresswell, might as well throw Cresswell, Cresswell in there too
1: between all of those I kind of I don't know I lost I lost track of where var is going this weekend I really did and they might so take I honestly don't off. know Yeah, you know, I guess they're ready for the international break too I guess
2: I'm surprised on plays like that where they overturn it. Yeah, because I, it's, I mean, if it was like not given, and then it would have been real, like they would have had a really hard time, I think, awarding it at that point. But the fact that it was given, there uh, was last I don't know. year, that was I, more
1: of a thing to protect the referee's decision yeah, on know. the pitch. It's, this year, it's less about that. I don't know. Like, maybe I'd, everyone's a little less insensitive. Um,
2: LaCelso was the guy, though. Hit I mean, here, L- Lo Celso obliterated it. Yeah. I mean, that's you yeah, know probably should have gone into. I mean, it's just. I think it was positive for both. I mean, both teams had some positive moments, I, and probably that's what I'm saying. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have been nil-nil, but nil-nil feels right. It's the weirdest, yeah. the weirdest uh, way to describe. I was
0: it. about to reference how disappointing Everton's been.
2: Like, yeah, without Calvert Lewin. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and I mean, I'm looking at their substitutes, and I'm like, I feel like they're missing vital pieces. Gomez, where's Andre's going? Well, there
2: yeah, Decore being out too. I mean, does not gone, yeah, really hurts them too.
0: That's I think Decore being out is hurt them more than almost anything.
2: Yeah, they just you can't feel good about literally any of those guys and I don't know about I mean Spurs at least I think there's I don't know, they're
1: both I don't know, they're both kind of in the same spot. Speaking Feels like of, they could
2: go up, I don't know
1: yeah well, speaking of key injuries and uh and new managers still on that subject, Dean Smith is out at Aston Villa after gone. five straight losses
0: lost loss loss, loss gone.
1: I get the five losses, uh, but this still feels premature to me.
0: maybe, but i think I think Dean Smith has been given the ability to go get certain players and or create a vision. With the backroom staff on the and their player assessment squad, I mean, Scott, you've referenced like the last two summers. It feels like Villa has kind of yeah. won. Yeah. With with the signings, yeah. they
1: did great work with and the Grealish money. But you don't do. You, do you really think that he was going to get a a tr- like he was going to get them to perfectly gel together and into perfect chemistry in three months?
0: That's fair. It, it's there's probably more going on that we don't know, but to drop not only just five games, but they have not looked like the same villa that no, they showed up last they year. They aren't the right?
1: villa that won without Grealish, which was uh, a key part of
0: the formula. I for don't me. know what's happened to McGinn. Like he is he is still playing, right? Hmm. And yeah. among other players, El Ghazi looks like a crazy guy. Like I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> so no some of the tackles, like he comes on and he almost got two two uh yellows. He did get one yellow. He should have got a second within within ten minutes of coming on the pitch, like I, he used to be like a an almost a nail down like fantasy relevant starter
1: I, he had his I moments. just
0: I don't know what's going on yeah there's something something's in the water over there, Scott. Sure. I don't know what's going on in the villa camp, but I can promise you this: they're sitting in sixteenth they got ten points, three wins, once one draw, and seven losses on the season, and in the Premier League, that's all it takes.
1: I don't know. I still think that they probably overreacted and whoever is going to take over is taking over a pretty talented roster. If they can get the recipe right, yeah. get these guys motivated, they ought to send Dean Smith a congratulatory thank you at the end of the season if, oh. if they're able to succeed. Um, That's my opinion.
2: Still uh, still waiting on Danny Ings and Ollie Watkins to, A, Injuries. both be healthy at the same time, yes. B, play together, C, <laughs> to pass to each other uh, completely more than two times. <laughs> okay. uh, but the, even even going, even after, I mean, there's still like no, it's, it's the hope that Danny Ings will be available after the international break. It took a while, but we did get back to exactly where you'd expect to be with Danny Ings. I'm sure I had him at one point. I know I had him for one of his goals this, this season, which feels like it might as well have been Aaron Ramsey scoring a goal in the well Premier said. League. It's like yeah. It feels like it was a million years for ago. For
0: sure, Scott, to your point, where, where it might be premature, Trezeguet, Traore, and Douglas Luiz all injured. All would be starters. Yeah, those are all. Those are those, yeah. Those, are, yeah, those are very important Electric. Pieces. Yes, sure. is a glue guy, and, and along with Douglas Luiz. So I. So you're right. I mean, in fairness, like Dean Smith could look at someone and go, you know, kind of got some key guys injured.
1: Well, he's already come out publicly and essentially said that he said I I know I would have gotten this team into the top ten at the end of the season. They finished 11 he's last right. year, and I think he's right. And I I. My fear is that this is a really talented Villa team. It, I would hate for them to enter What's wrong that with
0: Nuno Espirito Santo coming over? Death spiral. He's free.
1: Into a relegation battle, which he's, I know is what they're trying to he's avoid. Free. Yeah, Nuno's free. Um, Honestly, that might not so be a
0: terrible fit. What about Stevie G? He's rumored. You know. Steven who knows? Gerard. Why not? He's doing things for Liverpool Rangers. legend.
1: Just let yeah. John
2: Terry take over. Ollie, that would be weird. Ollie Watkins, would you even think of having him? Is this like a just radioactive club? You're not going anywhere near well, us I, and Villa?
1: There's just no... Not there, yet. There's no okay. good
2: mojo going on I need to know the
1: replacement. Right okay. And I need to see something happen. All
0: right. There, their pictures are, are okay yeah, coming up, so like...
1: But it won't take long for me to be positive about Villa if they start getting some results. They've got talented players. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Howe is finally a Newcastle manager. It's not... So Eddie Howe's not the first choice, though, Dave. He wasn't seventh choice either, I don't think, Scott, which is good. This is all a ruse because Eddie Howe was always going to be the manager at Newcastle. Why is that, Dave? Because
0: I don't yeah. know how or why no one saw this coming sooner and why I had to bring this up in our Slack channel, Slack Sponsor Us, as we give you so much love. In our Slack channel that our Patreon guests and the OGs get a chance to see, I brought up the fact that why is no one talking about the fact that Matt Ritchie, mm-hmm. also known as Eddie Howe, yeah. it's like Batman and Bruce Wayne. It's true. Matt Ritchie's already there.
2: Yeah. yeah so all they
0: had to do like in the middle of the season is go, hey, Matt Ritchie, we need you to be Eddie Howe, too. And bam, he's there, and he's doing it.
2: Your dream is coming true again, Matt Ritchie, back to manage Matt Ritchie. Does Eddie Howe seriously, though, do anything for you? I like Eddie
1: Howe. and no, I, I think
2: am, we all do, unless want, you have something weird against him.
1: No, I, he's fine. Okay. I want it to work out. I don't know how it will. I don't know how it's possible.
0: I, I don't think he's going to be big enough for what Newcastle wants to do. I, I think he's the guy before the guy. Mm. he's the uh, okay. he's the Manzini before Pep. Who's there before Manzini at City?
1: Are you, are you thinking of Mancini? Mancini. Mancini. You're thinking of that's Eric
2: Mancini. Eric- you're thinking of the old Jets coach.
0: No, I'm not thinking you're of thinking Eric Mancini. You're
1: thinking of the magician. Mancini. You're thinking of Lanzini. No, he, he was
0: an Italian guy, really good looking, like nice shoulder length, gray hair. Yeah,
1: Mancini. Roberto Mancini? Mancini.
0: Roberto Mancini. <laughs>
1: Yes. But he's from Argentina. Manzini.
0: I said Manzini. He's from (laughs) Argentinian. Oh, my gosh. How could I mess this up even more? Pellegrini.
2: Yeah. No, you're thinking of Roberto. Roberto. Pellegrino. That's the drink.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is going on? Who is this guy? It's
1: it's Mancini. Roberto Mancini.
0: It has got to be (laughs) Roberto Mancini. Stop (laughs) messing with my mind, Brian.
1: But it could be. Manuel Pellegrini.
0: Anyways, yeah. My point being, both of them were there, correct? Where? <laughs> At Manchester City. Yes. Both of them were guys before the guy.
1: Pe- Pellegrini won a, a title.
2: It's Manuel U- Pellegrini. Unai
0: Emery was the
2: guy before the guy,
0: right? At oh, Manuel. Pele-
2: and
1: how, how are we talking about Arsenal? And, Manu- about and
0: Arsenal. Manuel. Manuel you know
2: Pellegrini these. is from Chile. What did okay. I say? So that's that's where. Did
1: I are say right. Manuel?
0: Anyways.
2: I don't, My re- point I being don't remember is, what you said.
0: Eddie Howe, God bless America, is the guy before the guy. Right? All right, that's fair. He's the guy before the guy. I like Eddie Howe. He's the guy before the guy. Just like Nuno you know, Spirito Santo ended up being the guy before the guy. Yeah. So it's tough. That's, that's them breaks.
1: Yeah. All right. So don't go all in on Newcastle just yet?
0: No, I mean, a manager change can do good things. I, no one's going all in on Newcastle. <laughs> Yet Scott, what do you mean? Well, I'm just if anyone's bringing going, it
1: to FPL relevance here. I mean fair.
0: we've all there? been wanting to own Newcastle. I've wanted Saint Maxim to do something all season. Hasn't happened. Well yet. You, he
2: did for he did I mean, for a, a patch and in, in there. Yeah, for a, a little a little bit ago he did. Um I was He's been I, dry, bud. For sure. And the question I think for everyone is is Want, you know, how soon do you get Callum Wilson in? Does Does Callum Wilson get a bump here, and then? But you, no matter what, like other guy that you know, the hamstrings are the the biggest concern. So, yeah, yeah I don't, I just don't, I just don't know what there is to feel good about for Newcastle other than th- they don't have their old ownership. I think that's it. Like with this team, yeah, this like Joe the, Willick's
0: got to start doing something. I don't know what happened to that guy. He's He's played some matches he's had minutes, but he's just he's not been the same Joe willock that that was on fire for them last season yep,
1: yeah. it's kind of like uh years ago you know in in u s politics when people weren't necessarily voting for a candidate they were voting for anybody but Bush right yeah it's uh, anybody but Ashley anybody but Ashley and Newcastle well they got they got that they got anybody uh they got they got some cerithium oil careful, money careful
0: I don't want to die okay. <laughs> Careful what you say. I don't want any weird things happening.
1: All right, fine. Weird
0: vehicles driving by my house.
1: Very obscure Ted Lasso reference in there, by the way. All right, last manager. When you're the board of a club and you make the decision the night before, I'm just going to pretend like it was the night before, the night before your club's next match to to sack the manager, you're going to announce it after the next match. Do you kind of want your club to lose the next match?
0: It's going to make you look better. Because at that point, if you're already looking at sacking your manager, losing the one more game
1: is not going to matter. So when Norwich beats Brentford at the Community Stadium, mm-hmm. which we love to reference, that's and then and then they sack f- hours later. I, my reaction to this one was they sacked. F-
0: I can't wait to bleep both of those. <laughs> hours later, sacked.
1: Farka. <laughs> it's frustrating. I, I hope right? Farca ends up. I just wondered why didn't they job, do it so... sooner. I mean, how many is there? Anyone among us? Is there anyone listening to my voice right now who hasn't at some point wondered why is he still manager of Norwich? Right, for sure. I well, mean, he's the OGS of Norwich
2: City. It's yeah, it's it's Slaven Bilic getting sacked from West Brom. After mm-hmm. they draw Manchester City, mm-hmm. it's a weird. It's a, it doesn't. I don't understand. It. I what, I would. What almost, a memory there, Brian. Well, no, no it's, it's just, true. That's, that has happened. I mean, we've seen we've seen we've seen worse than this before. That's for sure.
1: I almost wonder why would you wait till after the match? Just announce it. Like I know I know why you wait. You don't want to, you know, defeat your club or get you know change the narrative or get out in front of their next match and disrupt their preparation. I get all of that. But even, but when you take the chance that you, you've decided you're doing this, you're committed to doing it. It's not like oh, if you win, you stay; right. If You lose, you're gone. Right? You know, if you've already committed to it, then you risk looking well, looking like this. Mm. But that's all we need to say on Norch, right? No, Timu
2: Puki, I one. I hope he scores twelve goals this season. Isn't that how many he needed to win that bet a couple of years ago? Yeah, he
1: needs 10 this season.
2: I hope he scores. For if, Pookie Bet Part 2. If you ever we going. We did do a Pookie 2, didn't we? We did.
0: did. I didn't know, even know if that guy was still playing.
2: <laughs> if you are ever going to pick him, now is the time. <laughs> this is new, my chance, new Brian. New manager bump. Yeah. And then the next three matches for Norwich are home against Southampton, home against Wolves, and then at Newcastle.
1: Livermento's not going to let him score. Livermento's got an orange triangle right now. Yeah, he's, on the he act.
2: withdrew from, the, from England. I, he'll be fine. But this is as... This is as he's we, English? Yeah. Look it up. Is there a stronger position at the moment than... Than England Than England, England back <sighs> right, right, defender? Right back, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is he really English? Yeah. England U21 duo, Tino Livermento and James Hill ruled out with injuries. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It, you you're you just hear the name and you just assume it's like it's like Roberto Pellegrino. Everything for sure. everything comes There's back no to
1: either Arsenal or Italy with Dave. It's the weirdest thing.
2: It's just like it's like you always do with Enrico Mangino from <laughs> from the New York Jets. You just assume he's <laughs> not from, an he's American from, football Just <laughs> assume he's from
1: New York. All right, uh, can we go to the Manchester Derby now? You made your pookie
2: point. Yeah, we'll we'll come back to Brentford at some
1: point. We will. I'm going to bring it back to Brentford. Yeah, thank you. Manchester Derby. United, nil. City, two. It wasn't the thrashing I expected, especially after the first five minutes, but it's still dominating. I think City. it still
0: sort of was a thrashing,
1: Scott. Well, it was. In you spirit. were
0: right, and I was wrong about this. I was thinking that, well, United would be upset about their embarrassment that Liverpool had, had just done to them, that they would
1: show up and play differently. And, boy, was I wrong, Scott. Well, I – the thing that made me doubt what you were saying when you said it
0: was I that, thought it was semi-bold, but I really did believe uh, – like, yeah, like, I think that's probably going to happen. But what
1: was required for what you said to be true is that United has to have a level that they can get to when they turn the switch on, so to speak. And I don't know that right now they have that level. They have the players, but we've gone over this before about how I don't know as a team that they have that level. And so I was not at all expecting them to come out and put in this spirited performance because I don't think they have it in them. I really don't.
0: Well, and I don't think they have a manager that's going to drive them to it either.
1: They beat Atalanta and then drew them, at, you know, in Italy. There's your Italy reference again. And then they—they they beat... only
0: did that because CR7's on that roster, by the that's way. That's
1: true. And then they beat Spurs, but. You know, that was pre Conte, and, you know, that's not that big of a feat at the moment in the Premier League. So, no, I didn't think that they had it in them. You had talked, I think both of you had sent out Cancelo. Any regrets after the oh Manchester gosh. derby? I no, mean,
2: I, I, it's so awesome how good he did. I love it and I'm not even mad about it at all. It's, 14
1: fantasy I points. I love that
2: he got all of those points <laughs> and I replaced him with... I mean, I replaced him with Reese James, Sad like everybody I. else. I mean, see, it's great. It you is. Get, it's great to get half of what another guy gets. It's the second
0: that. week in a row, but <laughs> that's not true. This happened to me uh, t- a couple weeks ago when I sent out Mounts right before his 24-point uh, mm-hmm. uh, bonanza, mm-hmm. and I
2: brought in Foden. Foden still got me something
0: the next match, but it was not Mounts 24.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jaw Cancelo, he's the new Alonso. He's the Marcus Alonzo. He, that's, he's the productive Marcus Alonzo. Uh, no defender uh, more with more shots or shots on target, or uh, chan- or t- uh, touches in the opposition box than Joel Cancelo. He has twenty. He's taken twenty six shots this season. You know who's second in defenders? Trent Alexander Arnold, seventeen shots. Hmm. Like not even close. The gap between Cancelo and second place for defenders and in, sh- in shots. Is Do you up. have
1: Reece James in that he list is somewhere?
2: Crazy. Is he th- third? Reese James, Ben Chilwell, Antonio Rudiger and Marcus Alonso are all four in the top 9 for shots nice. for defenders this season. It's crazy. And Alonso hasn't played in how many weeks? I mean, Always. that shows you kind of where Alonso is. He's I think he's a I know he's above Chilwell, but wow. um no, all of those guys are just it's prolific, but Cancelo's the one. I mean, but we talked about that last week. We I, we said that exact thing. It's not it's not for lack of stats. He's crushing the stats as he wasn't you got a clean sheet like what four weeks ago, something like that. I think a two and a one after that. So at that point, it's like, hey, look, let's just let's just go where it seems right to
1: go, and it was wrong to go. Dave, did you learn anything from this match, or was it just more of the same?
0: I don't understand why Raheem Sterling's not getting playing time. At whose expense? Well, he was
2: hurt.
1: Bernardo Silva. He was hurt. That guy's still he starting. He was hurt. doing things, man. He was all over the pitch in this Sterling match. Sterling
2: was hurt. So that's the most you can say, but I don't know. He just, once he, once he went completely off of form last season, he just never, he went back on form for England. And then that was it.
1: Bernardo Silva has more fantasy points than Phil Foden and Jack Grealish. Dave, yeah, he's Bernardo, the number one scoring midfielder on the
2: team. Bernardo Silva has been, just, he's been really He's been really annoying. His like, last
1: four scores: eleven,
2: five, I'm one, ne- and eight. I'm never owning yeah. him. You want to send him out, and he's
1: the most relevant midfielder in Manchester City. Uh, Something's fishy there. Um, <laughs> do you? No, <laughs> these are points. These are real points. Do you uh, believe in any way still. at
2: all the Sports Illustrated report about Brendan Rodgers agreeing? A verbal agreement. A
0: verbal agreement with United. Yeah, does that? Does Rogers
1: that, would do that.
2: Uh, and
0: United yes, would I do. Tot- and, and United would do. Is that. that a? Is that a
1: step up? Well, Rogers. Wait, he's at Leicester. Has finished second. Yeah, of course,
2: that's a step up. What? Okay, no, I'm just asking. I just. Started, I know, but it just doesn't. I just. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's like a.
1: Unlike Solskjaer, huge, huge Rogers has managed. You know, big personalities, and he has managed a "quote unquote" big club. I mean, he saw he saw Liverpool to a second place finish in the league several years ago. So, I mean, he's oh, the he's Gerard Slip. Yeah, he was a slip away from a oh. Premier League title. Okay, Scott, I just felt. Pain but I mean, for you he right he was there when Luis Suarez was there. I mean, yeah. he knows how to manage a dressing room. He knows how to manage biders. Okay, there you yeah. go. So I, I think you know there, you know, and of course immediately you know the Liverpool fans uh, amongst us in the Slack workspace were like, uh, I think he'd be like the first manager in history to manage both Liverpool and United. Interesting, that doesn't, it just doesn't happen. Like, like what managers have managed both the Red Sox and the Yankees? It just doesn't happen, right? Sure. And so, um, but but Rogers would be the guy who would do that. He's just narcissistic enough to do it.
0: I agree with you, but I also think that narcissism would help him in his job at the club. You're not wrong. Right? You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, Much more so than Ole, who looks – it seems like
2: he is a doormat.
1: Is this really going to be a sixth managerial change in 11 game weeks?
2: Yeah, it has to be. It just seems like you can't – Lester's kind of
0: been on the slide, too. I don't know what's going on in Leicester, but they – haven't been getting the results that, like, they've been underperforming. We talked yeah. about this yeah, last yeah, yeah, week. Yeah, for sure. They got unlucky against Arsenal. Arsenal ended up beating them, but they got unlucky against Arsenal. And, but that stuff wasn't happening to them earlier in the season. They, again, they have a early in the season supposed to be Rodgers time. They have a C defense. I think they have an A level, A minus level offense and a C minus defense, and it's killing them. And something's going on, though. I, I think there's already rumors floating around the club and I think that's been going on for a little bit of weeks and it finally leaked out. It wouldn't surprise me if that if that happens.
2: So recency bias aside, you would be completely fine. If I was a United to, If well, you were a United fan, would you be completely fine
1: with Brendan Rodgers?
0: That, now that's that's the question.
1: I think you would comfort yourself by saying he's done it he's almost done it before. Okay. Yeah, I, can... if I
0: was a United fan, I, it would to me it feel underwhelming.
1: That's what I mean. I'm right? not gonna I, be thrilled. Right? I'm not. It's not gonna be like new manager thrill or excitement. I would
0: rather get. I would be more excited, and it won't happen if like they announced Gerard was coming. What in. If it
1: was
2: Pochettino, absolutely, I'd be a, okay. I'd right. be
0: over the moon with Pochettino.
2: Um, don't And,
0: he... and, and Gerard, like, I doubt Gerard would never be probably considered for that. But I would no. get.
1: <laughs> he I wouldn't would... go there. I don't think.
0: Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I, I know this recency bias a little bit, and then obviously I'm just saying it could happen, Scott. It could. not man.
1: Lifer at Liverpool, I don't think he could.
0: Don't maybe, you think,
2: maybe not. Don't you think it's hilarious that of all the times for Manchester United to now get out of like a really, like they had that good run, now they're in a kind of a tough run, and now for them to get back into a really good run of matches, it's with like this level of turmoil. Like, like, I, I just feel like all of the, all of the questions about, like, Pogba
0: got hurt today. By the way, yeah, I In saw training. that. Pulled a hammy, but just that, like,
2: all this talent. You know, the question inevitably, I think everyone's just like the, the tendency to go straight to play the, to play the matchups, and it's with this kind of turmoil.
1: Uh, I mean, hey, we've got a very scientific level of a uh, of metric called club mojo that you need to take into sure. consideration as just, well
2: i mean like just click, uh, click on any manchester united player and look at the fixtures between saturday november 20th and saturday february 26th just look at it it <laughs> it looks like you're it looks like like you're it's the the greenest pasture in in the universe. Scott, I
0: would love for this <laughs> podcast to have a one one of these days when we grow up and become a big podcast. I want to have a web page and, and a spot on the web page that is dedicated to the um, like pod invention the mojo, the oh. club mojo level. Okay, and each club will be listed in alphabetical order. Sure, and there will be can a mojo a color, bar can it be
1: color coded for sure. There will be okay. a
0: mojo bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, red will be real bad. Green will be real good. Oh. And and as the mojo bar grows, it'll get greener. And, uh, yeah, so so you so everyone can judge. Like, do I want to yeah. get that guy? No. Like, I don't want anyone. In, look, I, I mock. We mock this a little bit, but I swear there's something to it. I don't want anyone from Spurs right now. Nope. I don't want anyone from Everton right now. Nope. I Villa. don't want anyone from United right now. Villa. Yeah. I don't want anyone from Villa right yeah. now. Like, and all these teams have good players. Yep. So – yeah, I don't want those guys on my team. right? And Lester, I don't – although I, Telemans and Vardy are currently my squad. But yeah. Lester, something's happened in the last three weeks. I don't – Lester has is, is started to underperform. And, again, it could be bad luck. It, it could be whatever. But all of a sudden now we start finding out that Broj might be on the way out. Maybe. Who knows? It could be a huge rumor. And now we look back at the last three weeks and their performances have suffered. What, that's a coincidence? I think not almost as much as coincidence as Eddie Howe showing up magically at Newcastle. Right. It's just Matt Ritchie.
1: I thought what you were going to say is – have, and I, I do want to have this as well on this future uh, imaginary website where we have a timeline where we mention new things and then we put the date after it when official FPL incorporates that into their statistics.
0: Wow. And that absolutely
1: – That's a lengthy timeline already. Scott,
0: if, if this – if all of a sudden Club Mojo starts showing up on the FPL... and look, They'll call it something else, right? They will call it something else. <laughs> they will not be called that. They'll come up with a more clever name.
1: Organizational motivation score. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. uh, it won't be the first time that they will have copied it. The OMS
2: that. index. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's happening. It's no less catchy than ICT. All right, Chelsea... Just dropped- as long as one of the pieces of that metric is heart. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's got to be. got to be. Heart and intention.
1: Brian, I am thinking about you right now as I say uh Chelsea dropping points at home to Burnley. I mean, that's How how that go well, for it's you? It's just
0: amazing. <laughs> it's, it's it's Was it's... that the like most dagger goal of the year that when well, you saw that go in. And by the way, and I I want to before you go into this, I I honestly, I would swear on my kids' lives, when Burnley stole that ball back, it was on their side of the field they steal it. They start going towards the Chelsea goal. And the second the ball was crossed to the left, I said out loud, "Burnley's about to score." Four or five passes later, I don't know why or how I knew it because it yeah. was affecting me. I have Chilwell and Reese James on the pitch, so I'm losing two clean sheets. Brian, yeah. some of us here lost
2: three clean sheets. No, probably. I didn't play. I did not play Rudiger. I, I did not. Oh play wow! You all hedged. The, you hedged a yeah, bet A little hedge. bit. I did. But no, I, first of all, congratulations to Burnley for restoring themselves to full Burnley form. The first goal that Chelsea concedes from open play absolutely should have been scored by Mate Vidra <laughs> and Jay Rodriguez. Right? Like that absolutely, that's the, the most appropriate thing to have happened in just a weekend of, of I don't know, just like I don't, there's some weird results. I just yeah. feel like this is, it's perfect. Scott, is a, it gonna, nothing, is it gonna... nothing was more perfect than them being up one nil, and Ross Barkley having a, a oh having Ben Chilwell standing in about ten yards in of of, of circle of grass around him in looking, the box in the box and looking at no one and Ross Barkley I think he, I think he hit one of the lights in the <sighs> in the top of the stadium unbelievable who's the
1: who which
0: Chelsea surprise start by the way real quickly. Not fantasy relevant at all. Ross Barkley
2: listed in a top three for Chelsea. And just Mason Mount. Mason Mount. With the got clarity now that it wasn't illness. That it was a. It was the second time they talked about it this week. Other people pointed it out too the tooth issue. It's some kind of weird tooth, like a like a uh, what's them, back teeth you get um, them pulled uh, out there. Wisdom molars. Wisdom, well, wisdom tooth. Wisdom. Tooth. That's a one. He had a wisdom tooth issue and had some kind of mouth infection because Andreas uh, Christensen had the same thing, he had not a, or a similar, had a similar thing with Wait, an is issue with a, with a tooth. I don't know. I hope not. That's weird. <laughs> with a tooth? No, but that's but that's why he's that's why he's not out there. Ross Barkley. I know, but Ross
0: a, Barkley's the guy that we go with. I I just
2: it. This is what happens when you have Lukaku injured. You have Timo Werner, who would normally be getting probably he would be out there somewhere. Like, they, this is, they have all the options. Pulisic now getting back into fitness. was on the bench. Fitness. Healthy. Right. They have, they have the options, but whatever. For whatever Pulisic reason. Pulisic and Roth's cheek both subbed in. Neither one.
0: I'm just, it just
2: seemed odd. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. No. I, I of course, I think like anyone else, because everyone's been so on Chelsea defenders. I don't know who was happy about that.
0: Play Dave as P. Lequeta. Mm-hmm. In defense, and put Reese James up as the up in that spot, as opposed sure. to playing Barkley for heaven's sakes. Yeah.
1: Reese James most transferred in for the game week. No surprise, uh, we were talking about that already. Uh, probably being the case. Why not after his last two performances? Uh, yeah. Doesn't end up on the dream team here, but you do get something since he did set up the Chelsea goal.
2: Yeah, and he gets doesn't he get all the bonus points too? I feel like he got. I think he got all three bonus points because he ended with a seven. Yeah. So, I mean, he got an assist. They, he gets the, uh, I think he did get, he got a yellow. He got a yellow card in that little uh, dust up there with, oh, he, um, uh, Cornet, when he, when he bumped Cornet into the, because he dumped him into the, into the, uh, yeah, the boards down there. They pushed,
0: they, hockey and, shoved
2: him into the boards. And then they, and then they head tapped each other and they both got yellow cards for that.
0: Scott, your boy, Cornet. Yeah. I'm impressed by, by that guy.
2: Um. Yeah. I I was going to say consider bringing him in. And Dude. the Burnley schedule should could make you care about him. Uh Palace, home to Palace, home to Spurs, then at Wolves, at Newcastle in their next four. Huh. It's it's okay. Like if you were going to do what, Chelsea yeah, that's at what I mean. The Bridge like ignoring that they're a relegation team and they're probably they I don't see why they don't finish down there. That, but like they did get a result here if they score. Most
1: of the time, it's going to go through. Yeah, Cornet. at
2: this point, it's going to be Cornet and and then second or
1: or one A is still Chris Wood. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, is your strategy wavering at all with Chelsea defenders?
2: I mean, they're still the I mean, they still the second best defense in the Premier League. So I, it's just I don't know. It's
1: yeah. just not a good result. All right, Dave. We got to talk about your Arsenal Gunners getting another three points, this time at the expense of Watford. But uh, some uh, allegations of a lack of respect, lack of class from Claudio Ranieri following this one. Your boys didn't send it out of play. Like They're back to Watford like uh, Ranieri thought they should. Have you watched it? No, I haven't. So I just saw the quotes.
0: So I uh, had an engagement around that same time, so I, I was not able to watch every moment of the Arsenal match. So I had to go back and and do it. But I did see the end of the game when I saw Ranieri start having some words with Arteta. So I'm like, what is this about? I hear them saying, out of the build up in smith, smith Rose goal, yeah. the announcers, or Rebecca Lowe was discussing it, that Ranieri must think that Arsenal should have kicked the ball out. So then I went back later and watched the replay. And for me, absolutely nothing... Like... Referee, uh, there was a coming together between, I think, Sambi Lokonga and, and Ismail Asar. They were both running to the ball. Both of them, neither one of them went to kick the ball, but they ran into each other. Assar fell down in a heap. But in that moment, right after that, Ben White ends up stealing the ball or getting the deflection, dribbles through a couple people. He goes to, to make a pass, I think, to someone else. It was a deflected defender pass, and Smith-Rowe shoots it in. But it was all within... 10 seconds of that guy going down, and the referee did not blow the whistle to stop the play. Arsenal was already in an attacking mode moving forward. And so it was – when you look back, and I'm not being a homer here, I am shocked that Ranieri was upset about that. Mm. Because, right. And it wasn't like a clash of the heads. It was a coming together of the bodies without anyone lunging for it with a foot. Okay, so at that point it's like – Referee didn't blow the whistle. It was right in the middle of the pitch. Everyone saw it. Played to the whistle. And Ben White, like, all of a sudden looks like Muhammad Salah dribbling up through people (laughs) and then dumps it off and whatnot to Smith-Rowe. And Smith-Rowe hits a great strike. So, yeah, that's kind of crazy.
1: Well, this is where my candidate for the Christian Menteke Wasteful Player of the Week Award uh, comes into the pod. Is this where yours no. comes in as well?
0: No, not at all.
1: Oh, because I thought Josh King having the goalkeeper out Wow. and having a chance at an empty goal a tight angle but he's also a Premier League forward for sure. And he <laughs> puts it into the side netting instead. That was my uh, that's that's my candidate for the wasteful. Josh player, the King goal. saved
0: Ramsdale some major embarrassment yeah. coming way too far out out away from his goal. Yeah. No, my Wasteful Player of the Week award, we have not discussed that match yet.
1: Okay, we'll wait, and we'll we'll discuss when we get there.
0: Well, one of Mane. Didn't we start with West Ham Liverpool? No, we haven't haven't talked to him yet. I've Uh, been deliberately waiting Uh, on that.
2: Nothing is more hilarious, I think. I think the combination at this point of so many people having Ben Foster and Ramsdale being one of the more popular pickups in the last few weeks. I have both. Right, that that, – you should have played the wrong one the last two weeks. <laughs> right. So whoever was the wrongest
1: choice ahead of the match uh, was the correct uh, real life
2: choice.
0: Yes, so, no. Well, I, that's I, of
1: course because Aubameyang had a penalty blocked by. Ben. It was a great save by Ben Foster.
0: It Leg was a poor and penalty. arm. Aubameyang kind of kind of went down the middle. Yeah. The problem is, is I think he kicked it too hard. You got to give the goalkeeper time to dive out of the way if you're going to go down the middle. Anyways, and you can't go to that side. Anyways, it, it's it's it was a poor penalty. Kudos to Foster for saving that thing. Someone, you
1: know? maybe your brother, posted on our Slack workspace that Obama Yang's missed four of his last thirteen penalties, something like that. That's again, again, I, I felt penalties. like I
0: was predicting the future. It it showed a close up of Abomyang, and this part of the match I did see, and I saw I'm like. I it, it zoomed in on his face and I looked at it and I said, He's gonna miss this.
1: Don't you do you, do you feel that way sometimes too? Do you feel like sometimes you can predict if it's gonna go in or not just by looking at the goal I swear it, I I felt it. Yeah. It's in, in the same way. The weirdest thing?
0: I called the Chelsea yeah. the, the Burnley goal in the Chelsea match. I looked at Bombi Yang and I said to myself, he's gonna miss this. i be...
1: <laughs> missed it. Yeah. There are times when I'm wa- I'm watching through my television and I'm seeing the guy holding the ball put it on like He's not going to make this. That's not going to happen. And more often than not, they don't. It gets blocked.
0: Or Very it's frustrating. Missing. So I'm, I'm glad that they got out of there with the win. Let's talk about real quick. I will. Yes. Watch out, Liverpool. Don't lose the next game because Arsenal's going to jump you in the table. Mm-hmm. That could be fun.
1: That could be fun.
0: I was talking with my brother, Matt, mm-hmm. today uh-huh. about this. And, and this is so bizarre. Liverpool mm-hmm. loses a one game. They've lost one game all season. Arsenal starts the year losing three matches, mm-hmm. and somehow they're only separated by two in the table. That's what a draw it is. Will so, do. It is so bizarre. It draws end up being worse than you realize. Yep. And then he brought up the fact, and, and I want to give him credit for this. He's like, "This is what City does. Like City never draws. They never games. draw. Pep they either them. lose yep. or they win. Or they win. Yep. And yep. he said that's how City is able to. He, he's, and then he reminded me. You remember at the beginning of the season last year, City lost. Bunch of games.
1: Yeah. And no yeah. one
0: was talking about them. They're kind of like down around eighth or ninth.
1: They're bottom half. And then all bit. of a
0: sudden at Christmas, they're first in the table. Yeah. And 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 sort of like, I'm not saying Arsenal's gonna be first table at Christmas, but what I'm saying is they're just kind of creeping up.
1: He's hoping. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, one can drink, <laughs> but they're just kind of they, they they crept up and all of a sudden they're like, Holy crap,
1: what what, what are they doing here? They've done what they should have who, done. Who invited those guys? Against this nice stretch of the schedule.
0: I said they're going to go eight games unbeaten, Scott, or uh, eight game win streak. They haven't done that, but they have gone ten games unbeaten in all competitions. So uh, they That's do right. have eight wins, the stats with some, eight uh, wins EFL and two draws matches here. Eight wins and two draws in their last ten matches.
1: Very
2: good. Liverpool, Newcastle, Manchester United, Everton in their next four.
0: And all I got to do is beat beat. They're, so, so you're.
2: So it's you're, a big ask for them to beat Liverpool, right? You're. So, I mean, it's, and it's it's at Anfield, and I yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't think you I can, do not
0: expect a win.
2: I was going to say I, I don't think you can have. A, I don't think you can take the narrative of a of a oh it's an angry Liverpool. They don't like the they they, they got beat by West Ham, and now they're playing at Anfield. I, th- I, I think the international like break dampens that a little bit. Don't it you? does. Yeah. It, if I they agree. if they were coming straight off of it, you maybe. Know, maybe maybe you could say that. And I also, never. But this this is. You never. You never. Le- this is leaky Liverpool defense too. I don't. I don't know. Just true. Not. I don't know. They might that's need us to be back there.
1: Well, I don't know that. No. Look, that's not the reason why they're scoring goals. We'll, we'll discuss, Andy Robertson is not the reason. We'll, we'll
0: discuss goals. Liverpool in a minute. Anyways, let's quickly talk Arsenal fantasy options because there do seem to be some. Ramsdale. I continue to think. Look, it's probably not a great uh, ask to have him in in goal against Liverpool. But if you would have said the same thing about Foster this match or or, you know, someone else a week before. Sometimes you play the goalkeeper in a bad matchup. So who knows? Maybe Ramsdale makes 10 saves and saves the penalty next week. Or That's what I'm all, the,
2: all the trendy picks up to this point either have a bad matchup coming up or if it's Robert Sanchez is suspended, you know, for a match. Mm-hmm. Your number one transfer in for goalkeepers right now is Alex McCarthy. Best on form goalkeeper that there is. And are are you going to such are great. That's what I mean. Are you going to sell are you going to are you going to swap out a defender? I mean, at this point you would just probably throw Ramsdale out there and hope for eight saves.
1: By the way, this is going to be new manager Bump Norwich playing Southampton and Alex McCarthy. Oh, very true. Very true. Scott,
0: you mentioned Gabrielle last week. He made the dream team last week. Mm -hmm.
1: Ben Foster
0: made a and people probably won't remember this, and the, one of the best kick saves I've ever seen, Gabrielle on a set piece heads it perfectly down and Foster lunges with his foot and and has a kick save and saves that goal. Gabrielle was almost on the score sheet again. So I just wanted to bring that up that some people might have either gone to him or were thinking about it even after we mentioned it last week, and he almost scored again. So it's just something to keep your eye on. Look, Saka, Saka scored in the match, but – it was not on the score sheet because <laughs> there was one of the weird times a goal goes in there's a defender on the goal line the goalie is out so you kind of think well there's no way he's offside because there's a defender it's the last it. two it's the last two scott yeah, therefore yeah. that early goal in the 7th minute for saka got ruled out mm-hmm. but it was a weird kind of your eye wouldn't catch that cuz you just kind of nor- naturally go to the last defender so uh, Sokka smith Smithrow Smith-Rowe scored in three straight. So in a little bit I want to ask you guys about three players and you have to pick one and uh, I'll tell you if you're right or wrong.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just like that smith is shooting again uh, one shot on target and it's going in. <laughs> I you had a feeling say. you this, were going to say it. It's just It's just at this point it's, it's he, he, and, m- choo- he and Choosing Moms choose Jeff He, and, he and Connor Gallagher <laughs> are both sharing their magic boots right now. So
1: I've been putting off talking about uh, VAR 3, Liverpool 2. And... Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> well played. That is a professional,
2: Brian. Uh, yeah. On my notes, it came up bold, and I left it as bold. Normally, I switch off for font's sake just, nice. to, just to non-bold it, but Hammers 3, Pool 2 is yeah. on there in bold. Yeah. So it's a... How about them Hammers, Brian? VAR, yes, is a very much a
1: VAR, a, a fun VAR match. Uh, yeah, f- fun's a word. Both <laughs> Both both big calls early in the match going West Ham's way, and obviously that was a big factor towards what happened after. But West Ham's a good team. You don't have to give them too many chances. They had extra chances For here. Sure. They took advantage of it sure. and, and got the three points. What do you think coming out of this match, Dave?
0: I think people are gonna weigh are gonna start asking Liverpool questions a little bit, but um I thought the game was, was well played. I think Allison Lost it for I think he was in bad positions on both the set pieces, regardless of where Ogbonna was. Allison played it horribly, in my opinion. And then I thought Klopp was a little antsy afterwards. No, well, um, now
1: if if both those calls are going against you early no, no, on, no hold on, I I will
0: go with you on the on the Cresswell call. Like I I'm not I would not defend that. The the Ogbonna arm thing is a huge stretch. He has his back to Allison and doesn't know where he is now. Allison should not either Again, it's all set up. I mean, Robbie Earl was talking about this. When when he would play defense uh, in the NBC broadcast, he didn't play defense in the NBC broadcast before when he was actually a player. Now he's in the NBC broadcast team.
1: Okay. Thank you for clarifying He would
0: make sure – one of the defenders would always make sure that the other players on the set piece cannot be right next to their goalkeeper because it handcuffs you. Allison does not make a move or make anyone come to get in between him and Agbana. So Ogbonna was on. He was, Ogbonna had position as the ball was kicked in. Allison to get to the ball has to now come up because of his poor positioning before the set piece started and now has to try to go through Agbana, who Ogbonna, when he is jumping to try to head the ball in, they, their arms hit. Now, I don't know what the official rule is. Someone had said if the arms hit, it's usually called a goalkeeper's arm and someone else's arm. This time, the goalkeeper's behind the player, and Allison's trying to come through the player to get to the ball. Therefore, I feel like the player in front has position. They screwed up before the ball was kicked.
1: You don't have an issue with Ogbonna's elbow going up and back towards no. Allison. You have no issue with that. No. And you don't have because he doesn't know who it is. It could be. It could be. I don't care if Virgil. Got... That's not the point. Holgate got a red for going through the ball and getting the man. He got a red card. When you put your arm up and your elbow out and you hit a player in the head, that's typically. I don't called think he elbowed. Him. Did he elbow him in the head? I, I believe he did. Yes. If if that's the case, I, saw I missed him about that eight times, like VAR did, and they missed it too. So maybe I'm the wrong one here, but I see the arm going up and back to Ellison's head.
0: Anyways, I I think it's it's probably fair. I, and I think you'd probably agree with me. Allison's positioning before the ball was kicked was inappropriate.
1: I think it's irrelevant once you see the contact, because, like you said, where is like I agree with you. So there are two two factors here. There's the actual laws, and then there's what gets called, and what gets called is any contact in a goalkeeper, that gets called. What gets called is two footed challenges, but not when he's the aggressor. Well, the alternative. So here's. No, I'm not okay. trying to. Be this whole no, guy no, here. that's fine. A couple of years ago, I did a, I did a monologue on head injuries in soccer. Right. And and it's been something that honestly I, th- I think about. I can't not think about when I watch matches. You know, when I see a goalkeeper booting a ball sixty five yards, and then I see a defender head the ball, you know, thirty yards the opposite direction. I wonder, is he feeling that right now, and will he feel that in thirty five years? I I don't like a play where I, I've never liked, and I think you know this. I've been talking about it for. Literally years. I hate those 50 50 balls in the air where guys are jumping up and they're putting their arms out and elbows out and everything. I think those are the most dangerous plays in sports right now. In all of sports. Maybe. Yeah. Like, what's, what's, uh, let me be clear. Like, obviously, cross checking a player head first into the boards in hockey is, is more dangerous, but that's also an illegal play. Or throwing a, Baseball at, at someone's head. Also not technically a legal play. It gets you first base, right? Baseball and, and sometimes rules are a foggy. F- sometimes a fine and even a, a suspension. Suspension, yeah. But this is most of the time deemed legal. In Allison's case, literally what he was supposed to have done, maybe because of poor positioning, but what he was supposed to have done – like. Literally, what he should have done is put both of his fists through the back of Ogbonna's head, and that would have been a legal play, right? Because we've seen keepers do that all the time. They go through the defender to get the ball. As long as he gets the ball after he gets Ogbonna's head, nothing gets called on those I plays think he either. Was,
2: I think he was trying to do that. Yeah, I... And I think it's just... It might have just been the, the size of Ogbonna. I mean, player, Allison's a big guy. But the offensive I mean, he's player... He's against another big guy. I just wonder, because I know that the VAR check, when they finally showed it on the screen, it said... Possible checking for possible
1: handball. Well, it said foul first, and then they
2: switched. Yeah, it. once they so yeah. once if that's if that was with, with the clarification so they and no foul, yeah, yeah, and then they, they went up. to
1: check on mm-hmm. handball. Yeah, I just don't like a play where one guy or the other is going to get elbowed or punched in the head. Like, and, and and we're a little off subject now. I think it was a foul on Ogbonna. I think any I, I think there's an inconsistency now. All of a sudden, that's built in. I thought goalkeeper contact like that gets called for the goalkeeper. When he's, but little did I know there's no foundation to VAR again anymore because a minute later Henderson receives a two-footed challenge by Cresswell and there's no foul on that, let alone a red card. I'm I'm baffled. I,
0: I understand that. I am less understanding about the and just by the because way, Allison was the. I felt like Allison was the aggressor.
1: If one of those calls goes Liverpool's way, this is a totally different match. Even For if sure. He won.
0: Well, even if they di- they didn't go their way, Monte still had an amazing shot. And that's that a I would put player. my money on him nine out of ten times. He's one of my wasteful players. I have yeah. two, and 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 it's and I'm not throwing dirt on him. But but, I just I know how good of a player he is, and good, I feel like nine out of ten times he makes that play. He's
1: missing more. He's still missing more than what we would consider usual, right?
2: And it was a really easy header. Yeah, and that's well, the first one is just. I mean, it's a Uh, his first big good chance where he just blasted it straight at Fabianski. I mean, he hit it. Well, I wasn't referencing that one. Well, but I'm saying, I know he, but I'm saying he's extremely unlucky to end with nothing because not only does he miss a really great chance at the end, right. But earlier on, I mean, early on he has one of the best other chances to score a real goal. And it's just, he hit it. He hit it cleanly and he hit it directly at, I mean, it's that same thing. It's one of the, any other direction, either side. And it goes in And it rips the back of the
1: net. Again, Mo Salah, the most captained in FPL for this game week. And you get to double digits with would, Captain Would Mo. you call him off the boil? Two two <laughs> not two, goals, fives. two
2: fives in a row. Two Is single that, digit games. Well, uh, just that next I mean, next week, I mean, it's it's them playing Arsenal, who I, doesn't seem like they're gonna be very much in the mood to let him run I, roughshod on. I them.
0: agree with that. And one thing that we uh I wanna bring back to Arsenal and, and I and and uh just very briefly, and Nuno Tavares, Kieran Tierney's healthy. Kieran Tierney is fit. And this is two weeks in a row now that he has not started. Nuno Tavares, I'm not saying he's the new number one. It could be just a hot guy. This could be an Alonzo Reese James moment in the Arsenal locker room where where Tierney, but Nuno Tavares has been playing really well. A lot of people were calling him man of the match. Even though Ainsley Maitland Niles in this last match got man of the match in the Watford game, yeah, but he's also I'm just I'm I'm he loves to get forward and he loves to rip shots kind of like Reese James does. It, he is not Reese James. My point being is yeah, he's a Messi's
2: four- not Reese James. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> we did. I, I swear. We, did we say that last yeah, week? so I'll keep that saying. Needs to go gonna, gonna keep saying that, that, that needs to go on a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> um, anyway,
0: my point being this when. I don't think Liverpool might drop three on Arsenal next in two weeks. I think they will it, score. Per, I don't think they'll score more than two. But there's a chance. But I, I, Arsenal, the, for the first time in a long time, I feel like I have a fighting chance against to maybe get a draw against Liverpool. That I haven't felt that in a while. I get it. Uh, is, that, is that fair? Yeah.
2: Really like, fair. Uh, and then re- I would say recent history, too. Uh, Salah has scored one time in uh, the last six matches against Arsenal. All competitions, that includes League Cup last October, but that's still six yeah. consecutive matches. He scored one time. Yeah, the, the six matches prior to that, so between 2017 and 2019, he was kind of scoring at will against Arsenal. He had five goals in the previous, the six matches before that. Yeah. So his last six, just one goal. Coming into this, you know, it's international break. Are they going to be, are they going to be, break, you know, are they going to be break bodies? Are they
1: going to be break, break, (laughs) break, uh, break sleepy coming out of it? I think Klopp will, I think Klopp will have them ready. Sure. Uh, I don't know that they'll feel the same way they feel maybe tonight as we record this on Monday night.
2: Yeah. I just, I mean, we can talk about captains more for sure later, but you know, you got, you know, Chelsea at Leicester, presumably, you you know, you might have, you think you probably have Lukaku back. You know, I don't know how many people are going to be going right back to him. Crystal Palace playing Burnley. I feel like there's, I mean, City playing home to Everton. I mean, this might be the time. Like, I don't know if you. I mean, anybody. Lots of people have Foden now, but Jesus Spurs playing home to Leeds. I mean, I don't. Maybe Spurs figure it out over the break. I'm just. I'm just thinking like this is a time where the matchup isn't overwhelmingly favorable for Liverpool for the first time in a while, yeah. where it's like. Yeah, that's fair. Or we can't. All right. We need to talk talk West Ham. So,
0: I want to talk about, and maybe, Brian, in a segment we like to call, Why the hell is no one talking about this player? How in the world is Jared Bowen's ownership at a 1.9%? And I want this pod to be held accountable for not pushing Jared Bowen further. I want this now to be the Jared Bowen podcast. (laughs) Do you... Anyone
1: given him love each of the last three weeks a little not bit. enough
0: all right, not enough. do you know what he has done in the last six matches yeah. five five
2: seven six three eleven nine yeah, last week we said that he had one blank in his previous six well, we haven't said it loud enough we should right? have we should have been definitely louder about louder. it but louder, but yeah. definitely we, we, i mean this is not it's i not think un- that's my... it's not unnoticed I
0: think I'm going.
2: Telemans this week to
0: Bowen. I think that's going to be my transfer. If
2: I had someone like Telemans and I could go to someone like Bowen, I would be doing that as we were sitting. Here.
0: So here, here's my here's my question: Emil Smith Rowe, Connor Gallagher, Jared Bowen—they're all pretty much the same price. I need you guys to pick one and why, Scott.
1: Well, you pretty well talked me off of Connor Gallagher last week with the way he and then he dropped a dime, his points.
0: right? Yeah, he backed it up. He's got two double-digit points now. In back right. And right on,
2: an, on a, the same thing I said. Magic boots. You get the most unbelievable deflection for his goal. That's true. So that that goal is the luckiest okay. goal yeah. of the week.
0: Well, again, let's let's stick stick with it. You got it's three lu- guys. It's luckier
2: one... than Trent Alexander-Arnold getting an assist for the Origi goal. Like Trent should have gotten a goal in this match. I have no idea how that gets credited. It was off of Trent. It was deflected and somehow managed to, like, nick off his shoe before Origi made an unbelievable play to gather it and score. I have no idea that there was, again, if, there was, if it was purely intent, there was none on the <laughs> part of Trent Alexander-Arnold to get an assist on that Origi goal. Really, However, All right, Scott. it goes to him. I'm just saying, like, it's similar. I just wanted to throw luck out there. So,
1: to me, Gallagher's out. So, it comes Gallagher, to, Smith Rowe, Jared Bowen. I like both. I don't have either one. I don't know that you can go wrong. I'd probably go Jared Bowen. He seems capable of sustaining it longer, higher ceiling. I think if you're buying ESR now, my fear is if I buy ESR now, I'm buying high, and he's only going to go down from here. Okay. Especially Brian. because of the stats Brian gave on his Because numbers. his, his low shot numbers. Yeah, so I, I think Jared Bowen.
2: Well, and and I think everyone was kind of freaked out about West Ham because they had a, a tough run of matches, which, the, you know, at Wolves, we, we talked about it last week, Wolves have been very good defensively this season. Then they play at Manchester City, then they're home to Brighton, then they're home to Chelsea. However, I mean, this was, again, this is as red of a matchup as you could have gotten, is Liverpool and Jeff Bowen crushes it again. And it was uh, Bowen's assist. His pass to four was perfect. And a- Allison might've done better. That's another one. Like Allison probably could have gotten more Allison, hand on the four shot. It's the worst
0: game I've seen Allison play in a
2: long time. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's one that Allison probably definitely wants back, but it's still like, that's an assist and the assist, you know, it's, he's going to, he's doing all the work. That's the thing. It's like Rafinha. When Rafinha playing, yeah. Rafinha taking all of the free kicks. Bowen's taking all of the free... Rafinha I mean,
1: did it in this past game week. Right. Four leads. He got their goal I trust
2: match. the production of what Jared Bowen okay. is doing more. I agree. More.
1: I want Bowen. So we got the answer right. Bowen, yeah. Can I say one more thing about Allison very quickly? Yes. When I watched that play, one of the last replays of the many they showed, I noticed Allison hitting the back of his head on the ground. And if he hadn't had to argue for the call so much, mm. he initially like grabbed the back of his head, and then he was you know in the moment arguing... I wondered if it was Loris Carius Part Two a little Ooh. bit, and I wonder if that impacted his ability We'll never know. We will never. They'll never announce this over the next couple of weeks if he was slightly. And I know how much you love this phrase, slightly concussed. Yeah. Yep. Um, mi- a maybe thing. just a not, um, maybe Stefania a, Bell would
2: come after you mild, right now. A mild concussion.
1: But I, 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 I have no idea. Probably not. But I did wonder after then seeing the rest of the match Allison had, it made me wonder was he all the way there Mm. for the rest of this match? Yeah, there might be something to it. Yeah, Brian, you got more.
2: No, there's only one other guy. I have nothing else except this one other thing uh, just that Ben Johnson is starting, continues to start for West Ham. He's playing so well that he's now keeping a fit Vladimir Sufal on the bench. Sufal himself has commented on this to say that Ben Johnson is playing extremely well.
0: He is 4.0.
2: Yes, he was 3.9. And obviously he, he's, folks, the, he's the new 4.0 sharper, guy. sharper folks have noticed this <laughs> The driven his price up a 10th. Just to say that this, this, if you are wanting a, a 4.0 guy and it like this, it's not adversely affecting the results. So Ben Johnson is playing no. and he's playing well. And this is yet another guy that you know you, you need you need a you need a few extra tenths you need a half dollar or more and you want to go to a guy who's actually uh for who's actually playing, play, actually playing playing for, for a, a good mojo club all Scott, the mojo yeah. all the like the actual results and a guy who's who's doing it and i mean one of the other things about him is that is regularly said is that he's a very good finisher so in the event that they ever play somebody that you know somebody that they can actually clean sheet, if that's ever going to happen again for West Ham. He's a guy that you could actually throw into your lineup.
1: All right, I know uh, we all want to say a little bit more about Brentford. They came out on the losing end against Norwich, but um, I had this moment prior to the game week. It's one thing when I say something wrong on this podcast, I know that we do this for our listeners, but I don't think about them when I'm sitting here talking to the two of you as much. So if I get something wrong and I've just said it in front of you two, I know it's out there, but I don't think about it in the same way I do when someone asks a question on social media, like, Hey, what about this guy or this guy? If I get that wrong for a listener, that's probably going to make a move based on my recommendation. I feel awful. Mm, Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. So prior to the game week, got a question about ESR or Embuemo. And I was like, nah, I'm thinking that Brentford is going to be on their way down now. I like ESR with the higher ceiling. I'd go ESR. I'll say. Yeah. Wow. Felt good about that one. More so than anything I got wrong Hope about sure. Trossard or yeah. anyone else on this pod last week, I felt great about hopefully, getting that right. Hopefully <laughs> that person listened to you. That's true. Uh, yeah. I do want to go to Thomas Frank's quote that is going to be our manager quote manager of the week on this week? podcast. Okay. It's very short, but so Frank esque, if that can already be I love a thing. This. It's, it's actually just seven words. You ready? Okay. Mm. My body is burning. I hate losing. Oh, that is good. Isn't that good? That's yeah. So good. I love Thomas Frank That's so, so good. much. Yeah.
0: That's all I got. Dave, what did you want to add? No, I, I just think that Jared Bowen needs to be owned. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, if you have a wild card left, now's, you, you use it now. Yeah, don't wait. Like, you're coming off international break, yeah. about to go into the heavy season. I would, obviously, like, you might be looking, loving your team. You're like, oh, wow, well, I don't need to use it now. Fine. Wait until the last day, and then it's you know going into the next part of the season, and then you know that'll because you you
2: that's your last chance to use it. Yeah, I anyway. kind of wish I still had mine, but,
0: but me, I, I, I've been I've really been, good. I but I don't, I don't but been. I don't. Yeah,
2: I I don't know that I'd need to make. I was gonna say about Brentford, just how about this run of matches for them, huh? Like <laughs> three straight losses, seven goals conceded. They've scored three, but none of them by tony or Emblemo. yeah, like i know emboimo was injured for for one and a half of those or a little more than half of those but i i just do they do the matches still do you feel okay about these like at newcastle i think everyone that's this is the end of it this was what the the, the really really good run that everyone was loading up on these guys for was finishing up at newcastle then home to everton who hope you know maybe it's maybe it's still leaky everton maybe not who knows at Spurs at Leeds Watford Manchester United Southampton useful matches in there i feel like so many people have gone to i, I a lot it seems like maybe more maybe i just think that the more people have gone to tony i, I don't know i it's just like no, so is, so underwhelming i yep. feel like this is like this is one of the times all i could think is scott you have to love this
1: i do love this uh, when when they can't get super hyped for their opponent this is what happens. You know, they are going to be that team that they know they don't have it for the duration of the season. So they started the race sprinting. And now guess what? They're out of breath. They and the rest of, of the field is catching them. Yep. No, and that's sure. exactly I mean, it, you know, it was fun. And and they might still be fun here and there for sure. They'll get up for the big matches. Thomas Frank will have them ready against the top six. But these are the matches where you stay up. Yeah. And this is where they're going to have to figure out how to get motivated enough to win. For sure. Uh, speaking of uh, being motivated to win, you had to feel great when Palace uh, put the beat down on Wolves, Brian. Zaha and My Gallagher gosh. getting the goals.
2: Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I love more and more this Crystal Palace team. I don't know how you can't. Was it
1: MacArthur who served up the gold? It Zaha? was MacArthur! Yes. That's a
2: great look to Zaha out wide. It really was, and Zaha, it was, you know, just inch perfect for him yep. to not not be ruled offside. and Or, or to miss it wide uh, when he took the shot. Uh, official uh, FPL America, the podcast petition uh, moment, would like to officially petition the Fantasy Premier League to change Crystal Palace from a green-rated matchup to at least a grey-rated matchup. I second that motion, and uh, it should be done.
1: And now it has been submitted.
2: Great. I hope they listen to us because this is a this is a no joke Crystal Palace team where everyone cares. I have a a big question here. Yeah, Jared Bowen or Wilf Zaha? I. I can make the money I work. I was gonna say that if you're picking one uh, or the other, I think I would still go Bowen. Really? Yeah, I love. I I want both guys in my team. And I, for for me, like this is the question for like depends on how how is your are you are are you playing five midfielders? I don't know. No, do you my, have a my you, bench
0: has been outscoring you, my do starters. Do either
2: of you have five playable midfielders, or is or is your fifth midfielder reserved for like? For Brown Hill or something. I have, no, every single person on my team I could start. Who's your last midfielder? My my current midfield
0: is uh, Salah, Foden, James
2: Ward-Prowse. So that's your fifth midfield. Telemans <laughs> and Rafinha. So yeah. you have some movement there. With, if you weren't an idiot and didn't have James Ward-Prowse permanently aside to your team this season, there's some movement there. But Telemans for sure is a guy that can can come in and out. That's not a guy you don't necessarily. There's there's no like commitment. Right. Who's your fifth guy?
1: Who's your is, do you have a useless midfielder? Uh, my fifth guy is Damari Gray. Right,
2: which is useful. So it's a useful guy. So that's what I'm saying. Like I, I like if you're gonna have a fifth midfielder that you are just gonna say is going to be four point five or or less. If there's someone out there. Then yeah, then I think then you have a then you have a debate. But like for me, my my lowest guy is Embuemo, so that's a guy that I would like. Right. I don't I don't want to lose Zaha. I have Rafinha, I have Salah, I have Foden. So Embuemo's the guy who I got for this run. Like a lot of other sheep. <laughs> and as I sit there and just as I am shorn week after week for my bad decision, this is a guy like I that I'm I. I want Embuemo to become Jared bowen if i wanted to if I needed the money I would seriously think about making Foden turn into Jared bowen wow that's almost wow. two it's almost two pounds wow. difference between the two of those guys and look at the look at the production look at the season long production for these guys
1: do you, do you agree
2: bowen over zaha
1: Yes, and I think they're both good options. Yes, I like I like Bowen. Um, I, I, there's personal elements attached to that answer, but yeah, I like Bowen. Right. Bowen's going to keep doing this. I think he will. I liked Bowen when he first joined West Ham from Hull City three years ago. I'm still high on Jared Bowen. I just did a thing on behalf of this podcast. All right, I just tweeted at official FPL to make Crystal Palace a grey rated match.
2: Yes, thank so, you. Yes, okay. I hope well, they. Um, I hope they hear. We that. will
1: see what happens.
2: Um, we talked about it last week. Crystal Palace's run continues the, the matches that they have until basically the end of the year. Other than Manchester United, uh I don't think we're including Everton in there as, as some uh as some like horrible matchup for them, and Spurs. That there are three matchups between now and the end of the year that you're like, eh, it's not fantastic. But what about what they've done so far? they beat Manchester city pretty easily. It felt like like all things considered the way the, the way that they managed Manchester city, like city, you know, other than a goal ruled off, ruled out for offside crystal palace played those guys. Like that's, I don't see anyone in here that you're like, Ooh, I don't, I want to avoid that at all costs. I, I feel like they are, they are
1: more of the aggressor here in a lot of these matchups. Let's talk about Brighton and Newcastle briefly. I think the biggest storyline coming out of this is probably something you referenced earlier. Yes, you know they draw 1-1. You know Eddie Howe is a new manager at Newcastle. We talked about that. But Robert Sanchez is going to be out now after receiving a red card uh, in this match. And I know for me that he was my only playable goalkeeper.
0: Smart play, by the way. Cause he was getting dribbled around and he, they were outside the box. So he stuck his foot out and clipped the back foot of Callum Wilson. And he almost got away with it. He did almost get away with it. Yeah. In fact, VAR anyways, bottom line is, but he got a red card for it, Yeah. but it was a free kick was not a penalty. He got ejected. It was in the weaning moments. And by the way, if he doesn't make that play, Newcastle win the match. Yeah. Like Callum Wilson literally dribbles around him and dribbles the ball into the goal. For sure. So, it's not a, it it saved them two points in the table and Sanchez sacrificed himself
1: for there was a, a play last season in a match where i think it was Lewis Dunk the question was should he have taken a red card and avoided a similar situation and he didn't do it and you know it led to a loss of a match and that was the question was asked like could Lewis Dunk have thought in the moment to just take the foul take your red card go but save the draw right Robert Sanchez in this moment does that. And, you know, it's no coincidence. Brighton are a better team this season than they were last season. The results are finally there for Graham Potter's club. Uh, But, unfortunately, now I'm facing a situation where my free transfer is going to have to be on goalkeeper because I don't have another playable goalkeeper. And so uh, my free transfer coming out of the international break is going to be reserved for... Uh, uh, that's I'm probably not going to replace Robert Sanchez. I'm probably going to replace Bachman at Watford, who's not playing behind yeah, Ben you know. Foster, so that I have a playable goalkeeper Correct, and just, then have Sanchez. Just go to Ben Foster. Back. Well, I thought about that. I thought about McCarthy, but I didn't love Southampton's matchups. I don't want to bring in Ramsdale before he plays Liverpool. Yeah. And then, you know, because I'm pl- I'm bringing the guy in, especially to play game week 12, right? Right. Because I'm still going to keep Sanchez after that, so I'll have options. So it... it Brian, it made me think Guaida. Uh, I like that choice. At Crystal Palace. Yeah,
2: I really do like that choice. He's a extremely underrated this season. Uh, where is he in scoring? I think he's fourth overall. Yeah, fourth I, or if, fifth? You, if you had made me guess, if you, had like done, if you had done something smart and you had made me guess where is he in total points for the season, I would have guessed that he was between five and ten.
1: Yeah, I think... Um, I would have been Actually, right. looking at it now, it's it's he's, he's tied six. for six. Tied for six, yeah.
2: Yeah, but still, he's not that far off of anyone at the top. No, nope. I mean, he's
1: he's he's four points from McCarthy in second, which and is And he's crazy. the cheapest. McCarthy's in second. That's crazy. McCarthy's second, but Guaid is the cheapest of all of the, what, top 15 goalkeepers? Yeah, and, goalkeepers? and
2: given the run, yeah, I would do that. Yeah, so I think that's
1: my move. I like not that. to get ahead of that. a, a because that's
2: but. a that's a months-long
1: Useful yeah, move.
2: No, that's, that's, that's good, Scott. Yep. Good job.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
2: Leandro Trossard's last five weeks. Uh, FY, I yeah,
1: FYI. I know. I got that one wrong last week.
2: No, he just, I mean, he's last five weeks, 19 shots. You know who else has 19 shots in the last five weeks? Mo Salah, and that's it. So Trossard is uh, only second to Salah for shots on target. Rooting, tooting, shooting guy. He's shooting in the box. And... Just for added bonus, he's created ten chances, which is fifth best for midfielders. He's he's
0: he's is four.
2: he is killing. And it he's right two point four percent owned. So yeah. you're you want to do some catching
0: up in your mini league coming into the holiday season?
2: Get Trossard and Bowen.
0: Get Trossard and Bowen. Low, low ownership.
1: All right, gentlemen. Uh, we've talked a little bit about this. Uh, what we're going to do with our lineups? Obviously, there's a big international break in between. A lot can happen. A lot can change. Dave, you mentioned Paul Pogba pulling a hamstring already in yep. France's.
0: Not that anyone's camp. owning him, but I'm just saying it Stuff can happen. It yeah, happens. absolutely.
1: But as we're sitting here, I already mentioned you know my goalkeeper move. What 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 are you planning to do? Or have uh, you already I made any it. moves? I
0: did it uh, during the pod here. Bowen in, Telemans out. He already had a little niggling injury there anyways kind of so that it was kind of up in the air what was going on with him easy move for me bowing in
2: yeah i agree that is an easy move yes uh, to answer fully your question from way earlier yes scott i am uh rethinking my three chelsea defender strategy <laughs> 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 uh which to me the easy the easy out is uh is rudiger just because he's he's gone up in price like i'll gain a tenth on him even getting rid of him the thing is i i don't have enough i either have to go down to uh someone like regulon who i like that move i i i do i do think that's a viable transfer but otherwise it would have to be a minus 4 to move someone and sadly it might it it would have to be someone like foden who who goes although uh something we also talk about wolves uh, kind of suck it up here against palace no yeah. you know no score there and the, the bad thing is, like, you expect probably a little bit more against someone like Crystal Palace t- so that they get nothing like it's it's annoying. They have three uh, okay matches I think coming up. West Ham, Norwich, and Burnley in their next three. So lo- that that's good. I'd say that's a good, uh, still a good run. West Ham obviously is a, is a tough matchup, but then Norwich and Burnley. After that, the schedule goes pretty sour for them. So I have Jimenez. I know plenty of people have gone to uh Huang here in the last I have Huang. Right, for in the last few weeks. Huang's different just because of his price. You're not you're not getting a better bargain than that. Than Huang right now. Where Jimenez, I mean Jimenez can get a goal against anyone, I think. However, there's definitely I think there's definitely players who can match him.
0: Jimenez is seven seven. Huang Huang is two pound dollars right in that
2: right in that case going you, know, you can gain a lot of money there so i'm just i have to take the point is i have to take a minus four to go from rudiger to Cancelo, which is where all the money's going right now or alexander arnold so that's what my my big decision is in mm. defense although i have thought about it i don't hate the team i would roll out next week or after the break anyway i could just, just i could it. just roll the transfer so
1: very good all right. Top three has had a little bit of movement. Uh, Diane, Fusion Freaks FC, is still number one in the FPL America podcast league. There's a new number two behind her, and that is our top scorer in the league from game week 11. Carrie moved all the way up to number two on the back of an 86. What
2: an amazing score. Team
1: name. Here we go again. That moved Ryan high pressing down to third. So things are. Uh, looking she started a lot Adam
0: Armstrong. I mean, for Southampton.
1: Here we go again,
2: Carrie.
0: Yes, yes. Also had Sala Rafinha Smith Rowe Captain Sala. Yeah, and she
2: held and she wisely held uh, Cancelo and still had Trent Alexander Arnold in her lineup. Well,
0: she so. she crushed it. Cancelo TAA James Chilwell Livramento. Uh best defense award. Right, yeah. like holy.
1: Loving the girl power at the top of our table in Jeez, the podcast league. This it is, is good they stuff. Are
0: Take some notes. Also at Ramsdale and Foster, too. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. Very good. All right, gentlemen. Enjoy the international break. I'm going to watch some matches out of Africa and Europe and, of course, U.S.-Mexico because FPL America. But uh, it'll, be a fun, it'll be a little bit more of a fun international break before we get into game week 12.
0: I'm pumped because this is the last international break of 21. <laughs>
1: so. That's fair, and the midweek game weeks will be back later in this month. That's right. So they will be coming in, and that, and then, then we start talking about the festive fixtures, and mm-hmm. the season really gets good here now in the Man, in, in the near future. I can't wait to start taking minus eights. <laughs> <laughs> I am so
2: I am so excited to start doing that again.
0: Oh, I love it. All right, listen, uh, good pod. I hope we gave you some uh, food for thought. Some. Drinks for your gullet. Mm-hmm. Something, Brian? End this. Yeah, we offer all of those things. Hey, for the FPL America podcast, this is David <laughs> Smith. Until next time. <laughs>